We're going to pass out real quickly a grocery flyer today. In the grocery flyer, we're going to pass out around a lovely pen or pencil. We're going to play a game of who can circle the most for $20 and try to pick foods in each food group. So your proteins, yes, you have to. So your proteins. What you're hearing is the sound of hope. It's the sound of a community coming together to support one another in some of their most vulnerable moments. You're hearing the sound of new mothers uniting to learn, grow, and connect with one another. Yet, unfortunately, and far too often, many new mothers don't have this support system. The horrific truth is that infant mortality rates in Ohio are unacceptably high, 6.7%. And to make things even worse, black infants are 2.7 times more likely to die before their first birthday than white infants. These rates, this disparity, it must be reversed. And groups of strong people, just like the ones you're hearing, are doing all they can to do just that. Ready, set, go. <laughs> yeah, there's green, there's dairy, there's vegetables. That's a good deal. I like All right, there's pasta, ragu pasta. You got 1946, let's virtual. I'm Amanda DeJong, and you're listening to Now at Ohio State. We talk with researchers, innovators, and bold thinkers who look at our world, see what the real challenges are, and create the solutions that people need now. Um, and then also we kind of look at some low-cost protein items like beans, peas, lentils. Um, those are great options. You can stick them in soups. If you can't lower meat costs, buy the family size or value pack and freeze what you don't use. I do this is a group of mostly new mothers in Moms-to-Be. Moms-to-Be is an Ohio State program that brings together mothers from different economic backgrounds and life experiences to learn from one another. They learn about how to prepare to be a parent, how to properly take care of a new child and the whole family, how to budget, how to shop, how to navigate this new way of life. And these mothers often become a support group for each other during these often scary, incredibly stressful times. In doing so, the bonds they create learning and interacting with each other can make a positive impact not only for themselves, but for their infants. Before the meeting started, our Ross Bischoff spoke to one of the new mothers. Her name is Leslie Ely, and she talked about the myriad of ways the Moms-to-Be program has impacted her life and her parenting. So thanks a lot for doing this. What's his name? It's a boy, and his name is Wesley. And how old is Wesley now? One years old One tomorrow. Years... Oh, wow. Yeah. So this is a big deal. Yes, he's graduating today. What happens at graduation? Uh, we get kicked out. <laughs> <laughs> That's what happens. We get kicked out. We completed the program basically at one years old. You're done. You graduate. They'll give you a graduation parting gift and like a cake, a pan, some icing just to celebrate your baby, I guess, on your own. But we're here to be stars today. So that's wonderful. So when did you um, hear about the program and how did you get involved? I was at a prenatal visit at the doctor and there was a flyer on the like little wall thing. And I was like, oh, there was like one about weight loss, moms to be. And I was like, well, done that weight loss thing before. So let's see what this mom thing is about. I like it because I was new to the area. I didn't have any friends. I joined the club and um, I've loved it ever since. I've, I've met a lot of mom friends. 
my son has a best friend that comes here. So talk about the community here at Moms to Be and, and why it's been so important to you. I feel like they're all my friends. <laughs> I have professionals to bounce ideas off of, questions, concerns, but they usually just, you know, kick me back to my pediatrician. But it's helpful when I don't have a pediatrician appointment, something happens through the week, like, oh, can you look like this? Like, is this serious enough to go to the hospital? Or is this like, no, you're a new mom. You're just thinking too much, basically. In the past, there's been some other staff members who've been really, really helpful and have been really there. Um, so that was really that was really touching for me. I know it's going to cry because I didn't have anybody. So when they were available to me with no judgment, it really meant a lot to me because I, again, I had nobody. I had my sisters and stuff, but like nobody, no professionals that I really trusted or knew because in my community, the black community, it's like, you only go to the doctor when you're near death. Like you don't go just because you might have pink eye or something like that. Like you, you figure it out. And then if nobody around you can figure it out, it's like, oh yeah, you need to go to the doctor. I appreciate and I'm thankful for moms to be. I really am. So that's why it was important to me because I have a sense of family, somebody I can count on or call or whatever, whenever I need them. If it's something like a desperate need, like just somebody to talk to. So that's why. What's it been like to see find this community? They're like his aunties, I swear. <laughs> it's like, oh, there's your aunties. Cause literally every week we see him, we see him on Zoom. And when he's first learned to talk and he's trying to walk. So I know everybody's excited about that. Maybe he'll do some steps for them today. I don't know, but he's been practicing. I just, it's just a good time. I really like it. What specific things did you learn here that maybe you wouldn't have learned if you hadn't joined Moms-to-be? Everything. Every single thing from postpartum depression to jaundice to breastfeeding to prenatal vitamins, mental health, uh, feedings, everything you can literally think of or not even think of, you will learn here medicine dosages, how much a child should be eating, how big their stomach is, how they grow, their neurological, things that I, you know, are too advanced for me sometimes. Like, oh, wow, wow, that's that's a lot. But I, I learned a lot of information and I like to challenge them too. So I like to keep them on their toes. So I come with lots of questions Sometimes stuff that I already know, but they might have a different answer. So I like to grow. So that's why. Is that kind of stuff that you maybe wouldn't have gotten at your at your provider? I mean, you already yeah, knew yeah, the answer. No, you wouldn't have got it at your provider. It's in and out. It's like kind of like a nail salon. Like sit out here. You you know your nurse practitioner or whoever comes in. They say whatever they gotta say. Then the doctor comes in, and then you're gone. So. As a new mom, I don't feel there is a lot of space when you go to the doctor because one, you don't know what you're asking. And two, like, for example, for me, I thought like non-stress tests were 
a thing that happens in everybody's pregnancy everywhere until I was coming to moms to be and I was like, yeah, I got a non-stress test. And they were like, another one? And I'm like, yeah, I have another one. And they was like, you know, like non-stress tests are not like every week, twice a week. And for me, so when I found that out, I was like, oh my God, I've been going to this. No one ever said, I thought this was normal. I thought this is what they did. I didn't know like I was at risk of anything. And I was like, why wouldn't they tell me that? So for me, I found out I was at risk of things through moms-to-be because they gave you more information and they have access to your chart. So that is plus for me because I would just be reading stuff like, oh, okay. And then I'd come here and they'd be like, okay, well, you need to be asking this, this, and this. So they really kind of gave you like a syllabus of what to ask like the next time you go or call and ask and things like that. So I did, I do like that. So it's been what, almost two, a year and nine months? Yeah. Reflect back on it and like, I have a feeling you, you would have found a way to succeed oh, yeah. and, and get your baby to a year old. Mm-hmm. But how, um, how good was it to find moms to be? It was extraordinary. It is because you can't foresee the future. So you don't know what's going to happen in your life during like a pregnancy. I don't feel like my pregnancy was traumatic. It was really great actually. But like the starting point, like not knowing them hormones and those feelings and things like that. Cause when you're never pregnant before, you don't know like all the stuff that is about to happen to you. This is just one of those things that just makes you feel like you're overwhelmed or drowning underwater. And then it's like, girl, that's like, that's normal. It'll be gone tomorrow. Or like the crying and things like that. For me, before I was pregnant, I'm like, why am I crying? Like, I didn't even know I was pregnant at this point, but I was just like, what is wrong with me? Like, I really need a therapist. Like something is wrong while I was pregnant. So, and then I had people to walk me through it, through, the first, second, third, fourth trimester has always been there. And I'm sad that I'm gonna lose them today. It's so sad. It is, it's sad. <laughs> Cause it's like, they've been my family and friends for a year, nine months. So it's really sad. That's so, I mean, that's so wonderful that you took advantage of the program. You could have stayed home and just- Yeah, and done nothing. Exactly. It's like nothing I got here, I've taken for granted. So it's like, I'm so thankful. And I was like, I can't wait to be able to repay that one day. Has anybody in the group ever been sad? Right. <laughs> okay. So now I want you to try to describe what are some of your emotions that you experienced when you were sad. Frustrated. Frustrated. Annoyed. Yeah. Annoyed. Don't want to talk. Reclusive. Isolative. It's hard to identify the other adjectives. Because usually when people describe... Support groups like these are pivotal for new mothers. A safe space in which to share your feelings and connect with others going through the same experiences, it proves priceless. 
This openness, this sharing, it's at the heart of what the program is really trying to teach. How can we help? What can we do? What can we provide that will empower new moms to become more successful in taking care of their children? The discussions are carefully led by a team from Ohio State, and at the center of this team is Dr. Cami Dixon. Dr. Dixon is the medical director of Moms-to-Be, and she's also a practicing OBGYN at the Ohio State University Wexner Medical Center. Ross Bischoff sat down with her to discuss this life-changing program. They talk about why she believes everyone deserves the very best care during and after pregnancies, and why she loves helping moms navigate this process. Can you talk about the importance of social support and community for moms-to-be? Yeah, absolutely. You know, we were started in 2010 to address the infant mortality rate here in Columbus, and that is really a multifactorial issue. Often we talk about the social determinants of health and what that means for pregnancy and people's parenting and living day to day, but often, I mean, I can speak more specifically to the medical world, a lot of times we neglect that. When patients come to the office, we talk about their blood pressure, we talk about, you know, is baby moving you know, oh, you gain this amount of weight. We don't talk about, do you have a safe place to stay? We don't talk about, do you have support at home? Do you have healthy food to eat? So I think that element of it is so important. And I love that we were able to address that in our program. And we create a space where people feel comfortable and safe to share in a very large space about their struggles with those things or the challenges they felt, they felt or the successes they get. And that, oh, I got a new apartment and I'm really excited to move my kids there. So those elements are just super important. How important is social support? I, I mean, I was reading some stuff last night about that as, as far as when you're pregnant, just the difference between someone who has social support in a community and the difference between someone who doesn't. Can you maybe talk about that just in general real quick? Yeah, um, huge, it's hugely important just because we know pregnancy itself is a very stressful time in people's lives. So having that adequate support at home to be able to navigate the pregnancy um, can really lend to a healthier pregnancy. Um, and then even more specifically, when we look at things like breastfeeding, for example, um, there's very strong evidence that shows that if you have a support person who's in support of your breastfeeding, you're more likely to be able to breastfeed and breastfeed for a long period of time, which pretends to better outcomes for the baby and for the mom. So this is supremely important. I mean, you know, in session today, we're talking about postpartum depression, and that's another thing where I've seen how important it is to have support people in your lives who not only can help you as you navigate just those changes in hormones and the feelings and everything, but can be the person who can come to contact your provider like, hey, she's not doing well, I'm concerned about her. Or to be like, hey, you should call your doctor, I'm concerned about you. I'd say probably 90% of my patients who seek care for postpartum depression, postpartum anxiety are prompted to do so by a loved one. Can you kind of talk about the obstacles that these mothers are dealing with? I mean, I think we know in general, there are a lot of issues here in Columbus when we think about housing. Housing's a big problem in Columbus um, in a lot of the communities that we serve. And a lot of the work we do here is connecting moms to other programs in the city that are stellar, that help moms get connected to housing, help moms with paying for like rent and utilities and things like that. So that's one of the challenges. Um, we know that Central Ohio in general has issues with food insecurity. So that's another thing that we really make sure we get our moms connected to various food pantries in the area, make sure they have fresh food and know where they can go on whatever side of town and what time of day. So that is something that we definitely navigate with them. Access to care that they feel, where they feel heard and respected nationally, that's a problem. And that's one that we take very seriously here at moms to be We talk to our moms about what it means to feel cared for in their from their providers and you know letting them know if they don't feel cared for by a provider they can change providers that's okay 
they're directing their care. It's their pregnancy, it's their body. They know what works for them and their families and they should have a provider who's a team member with them, not someone who's kind of just directing things. So uh, we talk a lot about that. I know it started in 2010, but can you just kind of talk about what you see like as far as the successes? As far as what we've seen in the community at large, we have seen that, that infant mortality rate decrease in Columbus at large as we're one of the large programs in the city focused on that work. We did do a study where we compared people who, who participated in the, in the program compared to matched people in the zip codes who did not. And we did find that there was a decreased rate of infant mortality in the program participants. And then of course, outside of that, we, just, we have moms who feel confident in their parenting and seeking their prenatal care and are able to bring their babies here healthy and they're here past one, which is just amazing. And what are things that the moms learn our curriculum is really robust, and I think it's because we have a multidisciplinary team, which I'm really thankful about, because I think some of the topics I know I would feel better versed talking about, but others I don't know anything about, and I'm glad that we have experts here who do know it. So we have myself, we have nurses, we have dietitians, we have early childhood educators, we have patient navigators, and then we collaborate with the Dads-to-Be program as well. And so we'll have lessons about the aches and pains of pregnancy, we'll have the lessons about the food plate, like my plate, right, and going through the different food groups. and. How how do you read a food label and what are calories and how much sodium should be in a serving. We'll have lessons, a whole develop lessons about just from our social worker with mental health awareness and postpartum depression, or we'll talk about anxiety or we'll talk about mindfulness. Those lessons are really fun because we do a lot of mindfulness and imagery. So those are, those are really great lessons. And then the parenting lessons are fabulous. You know, the importance of setting a schedule with your kids. How do you help your other kids when you have a new baby in the house? And then we do a huge, huge focus on safe sleep because that is one of the preventable causes of infant mortality that we have in the city that unfortunately has been on the rise. So we do a huge continued effort of making sure that people know the ABCs of safe sleep. So alone on the back in a crib. We do also provide pack and plays to moms in our program. So we know that they have a safe, the baby has a safe place to sleep. So we focus on all that. Talk about what you really enjoy about this program. Oh my gosh, I love everything about it. I mean, I just, I love coming, right? I mean, I, I'll come, I'll get to see some of the moms every single time. Sometimes we'll have a new mom here who maybe initially is a little nervous or like, you know, what am I gonna expect? And then we see them three months later and they're just leading session essentially. I love that transition. We do big holiday events. We do event around holiday time and we, have a lot of the community at large come and give donations. So I think I really love that, just seeing the support from our larger community for this for this program. And then of course, just because we're at Ohio State, we have a lot of students and residents who are actively involved in coming to support the program and getting to know the mom. So I just I just love the reach that it has and I feel really proud of the program. Leslie does not want to leave. We don't want her to leave. <laughs> we really don't. We're like, wait, maybe Wesley isn't actually one. Maybe he's like five months. We might have a couple yeah. more months with you. Yeah, we don't want her to leave. I think that speaks to this community and you probably see this all the time. Yeah. It's like a bittersweet moment no, to see them graduate. No, it's, I mean, of course we celebrate it because that's the whole purpose of this program, but it's always so sad. I hate graduation. I love it and I hate it. We sang happy birthday, but then we're like, are we gonna see you again? And some of the moms we do get to see. And of course, some of the moms I get to see because they're my patients. So that's also really great. But outside of that, it's just, you really get to know the moms for over a year, you know, depending on how soon they start. Some of our moms start, they find out they're pregnant, they get their positive pregnancy test, they call moms to be. So some moms start as early as three or four weeks and continue on until their baby's one. So we really get a lot of time with them, which is wonderful. I think the thing that really struck me about Leslie was she was new to the area. She was a first time mom. 
and she needed a community and this provided that. I mean, kind of talk about how important that is to a mom. And I mean, it's not just coming here and having fun and learning. I mean, this is very important stuff that they're dealing with and to be welcomed into a community is incredibly important, isn't it? Oh, absolutely. And I think that we, we have a lot of moms who, who come to us after a transition, you know, they're moving into Columbus and they're like, I'm pregnant. I don't know what's around here. But somehow, luckily, they found a, pro- a program and they come to us. And then what's nice about that is then they make friends, right? So they're, they're coming to session every week with other moms who are pregnant or maybe just had their baby, especially if it's their first pregnancy. We had a mom who delivered her seventh baby like last week. So we have moms who really know what it's like to raise a child, right? And we have moms who are like, kind of like I was when I had my son, where I was Googling how to wash a baby. Like, I don't know what to do with you. So, you know, we have just a different range of skills and experiences, and that's what really helps create this community. One of the things that I saw, we had like a, a Mother's Day event last year, and it was really fun because we had been, you know, we had been virtual and we were coming back in person kind of like slowly. So it was one of our first events where we had moms kind of from different sessions come to one session. And what was really cool about that is that there were two moms who were in a session that they had met virtually, but they hadn't seen each other in person. And they were there with their babies, comparing baby, baby products and like, oh, you got this bottle. I'd like this one. This was from Amazon. This is great. So that also speaks really largely to me about just the community that's created here. The moms gathered together for a picture with Leslie and her one-year-old son. Milestones and celebrations, the impact that this group and staff has had on these mothers, it just shows how much we're capable of supporting one another, even when it seems the scariest and most stressful. They say it takes a village to raise a child, but sometimes a new mother doesn't have that village. They don't have that support, the care, the safety. During a time that should be a joyful time and full of hope, they're stressed and worried. Groups like Moms-to-be are the ones building villages where none exist, because they also say, if you build it, they will come. And that means better lives and brighter futures for both mother and child. Now at Ohio State is produced by the Ohio State University Office of Marketing and Communications. For more information, visit us at go.osu.edu slash now. I'm your host, Amanda DeJong. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you next time.